Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks, the Ivanhoe Slapper. Welcome, David. <laughs> That's a little bit sexist, Ross. <laughs> a man who just said Dave Warner modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. Australia's number one Nathan Lyon fan. Oh, sorry, Australia's number one Bison fan. Yeah, off, Nathan. Welcome, Alex. Hello, fellas. Can I just say, Ross, before you go on, um, how good has Nathan Lyon been since Gin jumped off him? Yeah. He's really turned a corner. <laughs> Going from strength to strength. Yeah, <laughs> yeah since Bison, but yeah. And in um, in, in a show of like out of how Alex operates. Um, we were watching the cricket last night. As soon as Lyon took about seven, he's like, oh, maybe I should get back on him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lovely studio it is, too. Did we talk about Savlaki Hut last week? They couldn't sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> Get down to Savlaki Hut, listener. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They've turned incompetent India. They've turned into us. Yeah. Is what they've done. They can't play any spin bowling. Yeah. And they're getting... I, I watched the news this morning, and um, Mitchell Stark's full-toss cannon into the pads, what's called the perfect Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> so when things are going well, they're going real well, aren't they? Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, the commentators tried to go, oh, they're, you know, they're, maybe they're starting to get a bit jaded because of their long... Oh, yeah. summer of all these tests and runs oh, right, right, right. and it's probably true but fuck off that's what I say yeah. Yeah. don't have 14 tests at home then. Yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like they've had too many bloody um, close calls during that summer either no they've just steamrolled everyone yeah yeah mm. I saw this stat this morning Ross um uh, yesterday was Rat Coley's 25th test as captain, and he's never had the same side twice in that in a, like succession. Oh, really? Time. So there's always been changes. There's always been a change. Well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of interesting stats, actually, before I forget it, because we were talking about this last night. So in their summer, which is effectively five months, mm-hmm. before this test, Ashwin had bowled 570 overs. <laughs> and to put it in comparison, Nathan Lyon in eight months has bowled 400 overs. Oh, jeez. He must, he must look forward to going overseas, Ashwin. Yeah. So he just gets a break. Yeah. God, yeah, let's go to England. I'll only bowl 10 overs a day. Beautiful. 
And he's also he's also the quickest player in history to 250 test wickets. Yeah, because he's bowled the most overs of all time. Yeah. You'd think he was captain, he's bowling so much. <laughs> they, they never tell you that bit where they tell you that he's like the quickest of 250. Yeah. They don't say Dennis Lilly bowled 100 overs and yeah. Old Man's bowled 450,000 overs, do yeah, they? Yeah, they yeah. just say, oh, he's the quickest. Yeah, games-wise, not yeah. overs-wise. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. He's not as good as Sock, though. How's <laughs> <laughs> that one that Colin left yesterday, please? Oh. No. Just let it cut it into his pants. And then the gumption to review it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure Steve O'Keefe's turned a single ball uh, on tour yet. No, <laughs> ever. Ever, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was an interesting stat yesterday, too, that like nine of the ten wickets were all from one end. Yeah. Oh, were they? Yeah, so they were showing it, like in like the, so they were showing it like they had all the stats. It was at one point, it was um one wicket from one end and five from the other, with the exact amount, exact same amount of overs, and like the economy at one end was nearly double the other and stuff yeah, like right. that. Yeah. Mm. Do you want me to run through the first test scorecard, Ross? Oh yes, please. So Australia bat first, two sixty. No, India bat first, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah one oh five. They won't. Australia then 260. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, anyway, Australia so Australia, 260, 285 to India's 105, 107. Australia, mm-hmm. Australia had to bat first. Yeah, yeah they, they did bat. Yeah. Oh, that's the Coopers coming out, I'm afraid. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, really on the ball, Paul. <laughs> yeah, all over it. Can't even remember a Who week ago. First? I know you've got, you know, that, because you've got that scorecard in front of you. Can you just run through for me how many overs the Bison bowl in that? Yeah, I'll just bring it up for you, and I'll just see if we can find... Yeah, obviously, you have to add together the first inning over he bowled. And the second inning, yep, that's <laughs> right. Does, he, does, being, does, does Crick Info count to zero? Well, let's have a look here. First innings, yep. um, this must be a misprint. Oh, I, can't yeah. see his, I can't see his name at all. Oh, it's unlike Crick Info to make a blunder like that. No, maybe they've put it all in the second innings. Let me maybe. check that one. Yeah, better check that out. They may have put it all in the second. Oh, oh sorry to oh, sorry to say, fellas, I, I can't see his name anywhere here. Oh, oh how's he going to go at India? Fuck we. <laughs> I'd say personally, I know he hasn't been bowled, but I still feel like he's been over bowled. <laughs> <laughs> he he bowled two overs yesterday. He had the best economy, but he only went at one run and over. Yeah, oh, see? That's what it's, it's, always, it's always about economy. Yeah, it's all about economy. Do you yeah, know what true. the Australian team's crying out for? Economy. An all-rounder. Yes. You need an but, all-rounder. To be fair, that, and I know his biggest apologetic... Well, apologist. Apologist. Yep. He did bat quite well. Yes. Compared to the rest of the yeah, test. Yeah. Not like he made a 30-odd or something. Oh, yeah. the first test, yeah. Yeah, yeah first test, yeah. Yeah, that but is just, that just shows, he, like, if you're not going to use him, even, like, even, like, with Jacob, but even yesterday, two overs, like, that's not using him either. Yeah. No, just play another bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. agree. But, um, but maybe he, they look at him be? as the sixth best bat over there. What was that, Roscoe? Who would that batsman be? I don't know. Like, what was talking about yesterday? Like, you could play Kawaja, or you could play, if you're really desperate to have someone who can roll their arm over, you could play Maxwell. Yeah. Because if the pitch is going to turn 90 degrees, even Maxwell could probably steal a wicket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I just want to go through the full of wickets yesterday, Ross. Mm, go for it. One for 11, two for 72, three for 88, four for 118. So you're going okay. Yeah. You've built a, a sort of a platform. Then yeah. five for 156, 
six for one seven four, seven for one seven eight, eight for one eight eight, nine for one eight nine, ten for one eight nine. Yes. Three collapses in a row. That's un India like. Especially yeah. at home. Also, their tail did quite well against England when they were mm. over. Their tail pretty much won of the series. <laughs> yeah. England couldn't get their tail out. Yeah. Yep. But their tail was just falling over in yeah. the series. Well, it's uh, your former man, Nathan Lyon, taking eight for 50. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm still off him, though. But, yeah. I think it's probably, it's probably a little bit of the. Um, so, like, when the tail was facing the English bloke, so Mon, um, not, what's his name, Mo and Ali. Was turning it, so when they were playing, they were missing the ball because it was turning. Mm. See, because when Socket and Nathan Lyon bowl it straight, yeah. when you play and you think I'll just miss this and I'll keep batting, you get an edge because it doesn't turn. I wonder if Mitch Marsh looks at Nathan Lyon and Steve O'Keefe and go, "Maybe if I just shorten my run up and bowl with an off spinner's action, yeah. I could just get eight wickets." Because yeah. they're not—they're turning it as much as I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But as well, if he ever bowled, yeah, he wouldn't mm. bowl those. It's an interesting uh, one. It makes me. Wonder, like, why do we have two marshes in the team again? We went through Mrs. A, Marsh, too many. A whole Australian summer, and with those two, <coughs> and we lost both tests they played. We got rid of them, and we won the next four without them. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it makes my blood boil. Anyway. I just want to see the photos they've got of Trevor Holmes, like how bad they are. Because <laughs> there's got to be some blackmail going on there. Like gimp masks and stuff like yeah. that, don't you? <laughs> Bring out the gimp. Where are you going? Well, it's hard. It's hard to see why. Um, why? Why is this McCoy drop? I know you say he's a walking wicket against spin, Alex. But yes, he is. Is, is there is there no thought that he might have improved in the four years since he last? Look, I don't know. I don't know why they would have taken him over. To be fair, is there no thought that he probably bats better than Mitchell Marsh anyway? Yes. Regardless. And probably bowls better, but you have to take that massive watch off. Mm. Oh, yeah. That weigh him down. Yeah. He bolts only short I, balls. I, yeah. I honestly think he's been partially done by Kawaja. I don't really know. No. I know no. I, I, like, I'm a critic of him. Like, he's lazy mm. and sloppy and does stuff like get out to 97. Done stuff like that. He's frustrated. But he's a much better player than Mitch Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been harshly dealt with for a long time, I find. Yeah, I, I disagree with this absolute bullshit that Sean Marsh is a good player of spin. Where yeah, no, I don't know where that comes from. Because you know, he belted 100 in a big bash game once against oh, a spinner. Yeah. Oh, he must be able to play spin. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, Steve Smith's 100 were very impressive. I mean, uh, yeah, if you drop a bloke six times, they deserve to get 100, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. deserve to get 200, really, to get that many times. <laughs> But he's right, though. On a pitch like that, he said, you know, you need to have some luck, and today I got it, and yeah. here we are, drinking winner's piss, basically. <laughs> yes, last night. Bog Kingfisher. Hoover. Last night, the uh, Indian gully fieldsman was in a charitable mood, dropping, I think it was water. Late mm. Yeah. Yeah. I did see it was that a pretty play. sharp chance, but mm, but, but still, he got both hands to it and then yeah. had some spectacular dive and fluffed it up after yeah. he'd done that. But I just loved um like one of the commentators trying to like like we were listening to it. Michael Clark being Michael Clark is instead of like going, oh, I should have caught it. He goes, oh yeah, that was a very catchable high. Mm. Now the bloke just goes, yeah, and when you're a test player, you should catch it. <laughs> and it's just like it's like Clark, get off the fucking fence, mate. <laughs> like, we'll start calling him. Uh, how do you think it's going in that commentary box with Michael Clark and Matthew Hayden? Oh, was he over there as well as he? Yes, Haydos. I think Haydos might have been the one who said, you know, you should just catch it. Yeah. Oh, oh, Haydos. Haydos. Gully Fieldsman that he 
Yeah. Oh, you need Andrew Simons in there, and you've got the oh, trifecta. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's um, Michael Clark giving his 60 minutes interview about he didn't wear stupid hats. Mm. <laughs> 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 Matty Hayden wearing a stupid yeah. fucking hat. <laughs> oh, you always wear stupid hats. You're saying it during the week. Uh, like, stupid that hat. Fucking a Cobra. Yeah. Oh. Look, I know Tony Gregg was bald and he also wore, wore a stupid hat, but it also, it wasn't as stupid as that a Cobra. No. <laughs> but Tony Gregg just wore that typical, like, I'm an old man and I wear a hat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought it was like a, a cotton plantation owner's hat. Yeah. <laughs> my grandfather wore the same type. Of, my grandfather used to wear the same type of thing around his little hobby farm when he was bald as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's just what old men wear. But the yeah, size of Ados as a Cougar is like a 55 inch Italian. Yeah. It's fucking nasty. <laughs> it blocks out the sun, like that Simpsons episode, yeah. the, the sun blocker. <laughs> I think that's the idea of a hat. Mm. No, yeah. but block, it actually blocks out the sun from other people. Yeah. Like all so of Queen's grass dies when he, when when he walks he... past, grass yeah. just falls dead. That's what <laughs> happened to the first test Yeah. what happened, Adolf? The grass came and rushed it. Get it off the ground. Well, like, get your fucking cattle dog out of here, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> shit everywhere. Get off your fucking uterus, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're right, Nick. Uh, Tony Griggs is an old man's hat, and so it's yeah. a bit of wearing a. Um, you know, double-breasted suit jacket suit, with gold yeah. buttons and uh, a tie. But mm. um, Hados just looked like a fucking idiot wearing an <laughs> Ados, Ados looks like um, looks like he's going to like the Country Music Awards or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or he's like trying to fit in with the farmers as he's selling them something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm here to sell you some seed. I'll, I'll put me a Cooper on. Yeah. I was going to try and tell a joke about the Country Music Awards, but I couldn't think of any country singers, so I just left. I was like, oh, hi. Then I just made flags like this. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Sort of, it sort of feels like um, he's become Australia's version of a, a Texan. So rather than getting rid yes, of yes. Alan Stenson hat or whatever they're called, maybe Stenson hat or something, uh, he's, he's bringing the Akubra back and he's wearing, uh, mixing it with suits. Yeah. Oh, is he? Hang on. Was he wearing his uh, RM weaves? Oh, I had to be. He must have. More yeah. certainly in my mind that he would be wearing a pair of RM. <laughs> and nothing more certainly in my mind that if it starts raining over there in India, dries the boat, yeah. comes out, <laughs> and Definitely. goes down out there. Definitely. With and nothing more certainly in my thought process than a Bundaberg rum sticker on the back of his dries the boat. Oh, yeah. So he's yeah. walking around. Yeah. Canago yeah. pub sticker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tukaroop pub or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Edamoga. Yeah. <laughs> I think it definitely, if, if it, I don't think it's raining in India for six months, but if there does happen to be a rain delay, you'll be mm. out on the ground yep. with the dries of bone on, reporting back to the central commentary position that it's still raining out here. Yes. Yeah, I'm fucking drowning. <laughs> well, it's not because he's got his dries of bone on. He's dries of bone. Ah, good national team talk. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, finally we've got the interesting shit like yeah, yeah. Hate yeah. 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 We got in our wheelhouse. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we always stay in this wheelhouse. Never yeah. leave. Swim between the flag points. Swim between yeah. the flags. Stay between good the white lines. <laughs> now the other one that's interesting to me is Matthew Wade. Oh, good stumping. 
Oh, one of the Real best. good. The second one was a bit standard, but that first one had a bit of panache to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bringing the crowds back. <laughs> panache personified. I was just like, take all three stumps out. Oh. What makes me laugh about Wade is he kept really well in the rank turner last Yeah. It's like yeah. It was an absolute shocking pitch. Probably like the hardest test to keep, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes into this absolute road and then yeah. just starts fluffing everything. <laughs> like, I was saying, like, we were watching the one last night and, like, his hands had closed and they hit him on the knuckles before the ball had got to him. Oh, well, well judged. Yeah. <laughs> Poor depth perception. Maybe he needs to get his eyes looked at. He'll, he'll do that in three years' time, though, so then he can have 20-20 vision. Ah. Yeah, there you go, Ross. Um, <laughs> if, if, if he does have issues with depth, depth perception... He's po- that's possibly the worst ailment from a cricketer since I read about the bloke from uh, early in the 20th century who had uh, an allergic reaction to grass. He'd <laughs> 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 be right in India. Maybe that's what Kawaj's <laughs> got. Maybe that's what Kawaj's got, so that's why he doesn't die. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good point. And he's, he's always wearing long sleeves. He's got an allergic reaction mm. to grass stains. Because mm. yeah. yeah. they don't wash his, apparently. No. The only one on the team whose wives don't get washed through Wolfsman Kai just yeah. take around to his mum. Racist. Yeah. Oh, well, potentially. He yeah. probably washes everyone else's. Yeah, it probably does. <laughs> Interesting, too, I was um, reading a little bit about it. So it's sort of, it's, um, oh, I guess it's agreed that Steve O'Keefe um, was bowling rubbish before lunch on that first day. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then... It's Not exactly breaking news, was it? No. Thought he bowled five overs for 30 or something like that. And the coach, oh, they've got a spin bowling consultant, a bloke who played Ranjan Trophy for 12 years or something. Yep. He's got yep. the Indian team, but not quite. And so he took him out there and said, well, basically sat him down at the lunch break and said, look here, fuckwit, all the things <laughs> I told you to do, you're not doing. Let's go yeah. out and you show me you can do them. And then just yeah. do it. And sure enough, when he takes six wickets in two overs after, yeah. after the lunch break. Change of ends as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, there uh, was. Yeah. Not not saying that's all of it, but there was a change of answer. He changed well. how he bowled. Yeah. No, he actually <laughs> bowled. What do you mean he changed the way he bowled? He wasn't just serving up soft half follies. Mm. Yeah. No. Oh, wow. Well, that well, takes the fun out of it. He actually hit it into the yeah. fish. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he just he could put it down to nerves or something. Yeah. We could have won the test a day earlier and fucking played more golf or something. Yeah, exactly. I bet the very ball kick fishes. Or IPAs, because they're in India. <laughs> <laughs> IPAs. During their, are they just called pale ales over there? They're just yeah. called PAs? Our pale Australian ale. pale ale. Yeah, our pale ale. <laughs> OPA. <laughs> and uh, Nathan Lyon doesn't turn the ball a great deal, but obviously it's, it's surprising. I mean, how much damage would someone who allegedly turns the ball a little bit more? John Holland do if he was over there. Mm. He'd probably fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, it's interesting that the bloke who was the third choice spinner to Sri Lanka isn't in the squad. I know we've talked about this before, but um, it does seem a bit odd. I don't see Agar mm. jumping out and seeing as he's done all the, got all the wickets in the shield, John Holland. But, yeah. Uh, Do you reckon he just he might take up medium pace and learn how to bat and take Mitch Marshall's spot? Mm. Was um is Holland uh, right over? Yeah. No, he's left arm orthodox. Oh, oh okay. So, okay. Same no as Agar. Same as Sock, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And Agar. Mm. Yeah. How the fuck is he over there? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's Holland's spot, Agar. I reckon Agar's just the stoyness one. He's just um, paid for his own ticket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Can he pay for maybe the maybe John Holland's parents maybe one. John Holland's parents forgot to sign the permission slip. So Can't like got he got to the airport. They're like, fuck, Where's mate, you can't slip? come, mate. Where's your permission slip? Uh, well, he didn't have a passport so to go to Sri Lanka. Fucking bogan. Man, who's on the cusp of playing international cricket doesn't get his passport. Well, right. I guess he rightly thought he's not on the cusp. <laughs> yeah. oh, so man. does that mean he didn't get to play? Um, he couldn't go to Tassie to play Shield games then. <laughs> 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 Mainland only. Yeah. <laughs> Stamp on his forehead. <laughs> so I had a quick look through the Australian team and I thought, gee, there's a, there's a really solid eight players in that 11. Mm. Just got two fucking marshes and Wade in there stuffing them up. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Anyway, you know, if I can give it another, another end of the home summer coming up, we might have 11 good players in there. Maybe. Good. You never know. I'll take 10. I'll be happy with 10. 10, yeah. Because Wade's always going to be shit, but... Yeah. I'll take 10 good The points. other thing with Wade, I, I stopped harping on about this soon, is he's in there to make runs, and he doesn't mm. make runs. Yeah. 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 I mean, can't they get um, Steve Smith? He's at first slip for the spinners. Can't he just yell out, nice Gary, and then they have a proper wicket keeper? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't need that. But that's the point. Like, if, if Wadey's not going to make runs, you might as well, you might as well pick just someone who's an, an amazing gloveman. Yeah. Like, it just, you know, like you used to back in the day before yes. guys Wally like Neely Gilly and, Gilly and all that changed mm. it and started making runs. Bring back Wally. Mm. Uh, I read a very long piece about Lewis. keeping written by uh, Crick Info's Jared Kimber during the week. And there was, he had an extensive interview with Darren Berry, and one of the quotes that Darren Berry said was he'd keep his own stats about you know, chances he might have missed, the ones he'd taken, or mm-hmm. keep his own data. And he said if in a shield season he had three misses or three drops, he'd be filthy on himself. So across Shit. ten first-class games. Mm-hmm. He said now they have three drops or misses a game, and it's yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about right. So is that, but is that him like just fudging his stats? Oh, definitely, because he'd love yeah. talking about. Because come on, you're gonna tell me in a fucking season you only drop three fucking catches <laughs> or miss three miss chances? Any, any chances? Yeah. Like, give me a fucking yeah. spell. There's done nothing. Career, boys. There's nothing Darren Berry loves more than talking about Darren Berry. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Chuck loves Chuck. Oh, Chuck loves, <laughs> Chuck loves it in the third person work too. Yeah. I said, hey Chuck, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Lift your game, Chuck. You're better than this, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> so is it just a talent thing that the keepers can't be batsmen? Because it surely no. it's not trading-wise. I imagine they would trade the same as a batsman. Yeah. Now, this is another Darren Berry story. He said that when he was playing for Victoria, he'd bat in the nets for about 15 minutes, and then the rest of his state training would be practising wicket-keeping uh, technique and skills, and now he says uh, about revamp, round the other way. With the, well, maybe that's yeah. why he couldn't fucking bat. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> maybe you don't have to go full one way or the other. Maybe yeah. you can go in the middle a bit. And yeah, maybe yeah you don't have to go minutes. full chuck. Yeah, don't go full chuck. I'll chuck it. I'll chuck it. I'll chuck it. A happy medium. I'll chuck it. A half chuck is a happy medium. (laughs) (laughs) The other criticism that, um, not criticism, observation Jared Kimber had was that very few teams have wicket-keeping coaches. They have a fielding coach. 
but not a wicket-keeping guy. And you see that in mm. Australia. Our man Steve Rickson, no more job. Stumpy. Yeah. So, um, interesting one. I'm not sure. Like, really, why we've got that many backroom staff and bloody old mate Ben Dover with his feet up on the yeah. seat. Couldn't they... He was back yesterday. Mm, front, sir. Oh, was he? What a front yeah. and centre. What coloured shirt, please? No, he had, like, team polo. Yeah, he had team oh. polo. Oh, gone cash. Over in India. Someone just tapped you on the shoulder and said, mate, you look, you look like a fuckwit. Put a no, t-shirt on. It's probably the fact he's in India. It's like 500 degrees. Yeah, he's like, fuck, these three piece suit. You better go with the character. Go the whole way. So it's a soft cop, then. You can't yeah. That's all yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yes, he's a soft cop. Yes, he is. And how big was the lanyard he was wearing? No. Had that's probably the lanyard. But he'd stolen books. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Book was wild. <laughs> Did he have like out on the floor? Did <laughs> <laughs> How many lanyards did he have on? Did he have like you know onto the ground pass and into the yeah. stadium pass and media yeah. pass? I'm a wanker pass. And, yeah. <laughs> I think he had two of those. Yeah, did he have tickets on himself too. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. staple to his shirt. Mm. <laughs> he even had a ticket on his lanyard. <laughs> uh, so is, why why isn't say uh, who's a good wicket keeper? I don't know. Mark Atkinson from Tasmania from all those years ago. He over there, you know, showing Wade how to do it. Wade, why, like, why is the man we just spent the last five minutes potting? Why isn't Chuck over there? Yeah. Like he, in the last um, 15 years, he's yeah. arguably the best pure gloveman. Yes. No, not 15 years. He's been retired half that time. But, you know, in, but in, yeah. his, in his period, he's arguably the best pure gloveman that Australia's had. And he's not coaching. And he's not, yeah, he's not doing anything else. I can probably uh, answer that question because I read this long interview uh, with Downberry, so he managed to talk a lot about himself. He's he's far too busy. He's one of the coaches at um, the cricket team at Xavier College. Oh, okay then. Well, to help Wade, why don't we get his namesake, Wade Seckham, over there and help him out? Yes. Have a Wade off. Have a Wade to Wade meeting. That's it. (laughs) Wading waist deep. Maybe Chuck doesn't like. Um, maybe Buff doesn't like Chuck. Yeah, from their, Vic, from their Victorian days. Chuck went full Chuck. Not yeah. Chuck. Yeah. I'd say also that um, Chuck wouldn't like Wade because Wade's a fuckwit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They should like him then. Oh, you, oh you're uh, saying you're saying blokes the same personalities don't like yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a fucking Tasmanian. Move on. Yeah. Yep. And he's fucking off back to Tasmania. Pretty. Yeah. Good. What's next? How are we going? Oh, this is great. It's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, how do you see today playing out for Australia? We'll either collapse or we'll make a shitload of runs. So I don't think there'll be anything in between. Based on the last test, we'll get to about none for 70 and then just collapse. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mitch Marsh might like this pitch because it seems roadblock. So. Yeah. yeah. He'd come in and bomb a few sixes. You know, yeah. Get another yeah. 25 tests. Mm. Take the game away from the opposition. Adam yes. Gilchrist Pushing style. the game forward. Yes. Day two is a moving day. Because yes. if, if anything uh, gives me confidence in a number six batsman, it's knowing that in Sheffield Shield cricket, he averages 24.9. <laughs> he's the man for a crisis. <laughs> he's our man. When we're four for six, it's like... Fuck, I want Mitch Marsh to come in. Exactly his shield average. You know what we need? Mitch Marsh in next. Yeah. Shit you don't hear at the cricket. 
It's time for state cricket, and uh, it was a big round of Sheffield Shield, round eight of the Shield, and Victoria travelled to WA, and they were shitheads. Yeah, oh, they fucking stunk it up. Oh, yeah. They were bowled out twice for under 200, just over 100 India. cases, yeah. actually. Indian-like. Yeah, yes, it was. It was very similar, in fact. Mm. Interesting one, Rob Quiney was 12th man, and Dan Christian was at six. Now, I don't have a problem with Dan Christian. He's quite a good all-rounder, and he has batted 64 and has been in good form this season. But it did seem a bit surplus to requirements because you had Marcus Stoinis in the team as the all-rounder. Yeah, pace bowling all-rounder. So I thought Quiney's probably just ahead yeah. of Christian in terms of batting. Yeah, but how does Quiney go in the um, in the game of destroying change rooms? Oh, uh, not. I'm not sure. Why? Well, oh, that, yeah, Dan Christian's a hurricane. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what DC's in there. <laughs> really getting them up at a bit in there. Yeah. Brings a lot of renovation to the chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you put him inside. Brings his own plaster in Paris to Paris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the word, word is he's the Alex man. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, they have. Let's party. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, at least fault I threw that to wall. <laughs> at least Alex, you know, is not Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so New South Wales and Tasmania took the great game of Sheffield, the great and glorious game of Shield cricket to Wollongong for the first time ever. Uh, George Bailey, don't interrupt me. George Bailey made 200 not out. But <laughs> there was torrential rain at the end of each day's play, and unfortunately they couldn't get a wet outfield. It meant they couldn't get on to the ground for day four, so the match ended in the draw. Good. Well, Wollongong would have been happy. Oh, yes. I think the most happy person there was um, uh, the bald eagle, Doug Bollinger, because apparently he's got family at Tamarama, and it's not very far from there to Wollongong. So, All right. Oh, right. great. I thought you were going to say it was the bloke in the can, because he didn't have to work the fourth day. <laughs> that is true. I reckon the happiest bloke would have been George Bailey. Go out there, pile on runs, and you don't have to field. Yeah. yeah. How good's that? True. Just what, beautiful. Let's go out now, boys. It was his, so, it was his maiden first-class double hundred. Yeah. So his new um, technique and stance is working for yeah, him. Yeah, the Instagram, the Instagram technique's working. <laughs> Except that he has to have an hour of physio on his buttock after each day. <laughs> Getting in there with the elbows. Mm. The yeah, physio with the strain, just mm. excessive strain on the buttock muscle. So. Well, he would have needed some massage anyway after taking undertaking the longest flight in cricket, Hobart to Wollongong. Yes. Mm. Wollongong doesn't have an airport. I don't so what, they don't go to Sydney and drive with yeah, a bus. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle has an airport. Maybe Wollongong yeah. has a Rex airport. That's that's the reason that's the reason I refuse to play state cricket, mate. Yeah. I'm not fucking going somewhere there now. That's why I turn contracts down. I'm not getting on a rep. Some backwater. Yeah. Yeah. I never fly anything less than ANSET. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Queensland and South Australia met at the Adelaide Oval and South Australia pulled off a win thanks to uh, Tom Cooper century on the fourth day. Uh, I put around a picture of this. It is the most mainstream media I've ever seen to a shield, shield game. Yeah. yeah, seven, nine, and ten all had microphones at this Tom Cooper press conference. Well, well, yeah, I know. Uh, it was so, a Tuesday, I think. So maybe, and it finished about three o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe they thought, oh, look, we never do anything on Shield cricket, but this is three o'clock in the afternoon, which is timed perfectly for the six o'clock news. We'll actually mm. go and get yeah. it. Usually the shield's wrapping up as the news goes to air. 
Anyway. And really, we're probably the only four people in the show who give a fuck about the shield, really. Yeah, that's it. Or three and a half. I don't really give a shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, old mate on Instagram does. What's the name? Fucking Chris. That's Guru. Chris. No, Chris. Oh, come on, don't mean... Oh, no. Don't say that. No, what's the name? Christy. Oh, Trimpy. Christy Trimpy. She yeah. fucking goes to cricket all the time. Yeah. And listen to this podcast again. Oh, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't thought so. No. If she does, hello. And, yeah. if, and uh, if you're a bloke listening to this, find her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> give you the give you the hot tip. <laughs> you said tip, did you? Yeah. Adam Zampa took six wickets in the first innings. His first fifer in six seasons of Shield cricket. Jeez. Was he Get in India. Fucking headband. Yes, and he's still averaging 48 in first-class cricket. Oh, definitely get him to India. I can't believe he's played shield cricket for six years. He looks, he looks like he's about 10. Yeah. He started at grade one. He, yeah. took, he took four for in the second innings, so not only did he get his first five, but he got his first ten five. Oh, well, eh? When it rains, it pours. <laughs> well, you know what they say about pifers. If you get one, you just keep getting them. Yeah, just like yeah that's true. Once you get your first one. Oh. Oh, we dropped out there for a second. <laughs> Get the, kick the hamster in the bottom. It's going again now. Uh, oh, you're right. Yes, you back now. Yep. Oh, good. Good internet. Chad, Chad Sayers took uh, three or four wickets in this match, which yep. took him up to 50 for the season. Wow, that's right. Jeez. How many games to go? Two? There are two games to go. Yes. Plus the final, they yes. should make it. He he might break Funky's record. Mm. Yes. Was it 65, Ross? Yes, it yes. is. It's in the yeah. low 60s. I think oh. he took 60 exactly one season before he made it. So that would be the SA record, and then Funky would have the all-time record, all-time. 65. Record. Yep. Yep. Now, there's one thing I did forget to mention. It's hard to believe. <laughs> um, in the WA Victoria game, yeah. Jason Berentor... Berendorf, sorry. Mm-hmm. Berendorf. Berendorf. Berendorf? No, Berendorf. No. Mm-hmm. In the first innings, took nine for 37. Yep. Which is, was it the fourth or something best ever? Yeah, fourth best, best of time. Or something like that. Yeah. I think it was fourth. Yeah. The and best then is a He followed up in the second innings with five for 52. <laughs> Not a bad day at the office. So 14 for 89. And he was coming back Spencer. from injury? Yes. That was his first game back? Oh, it might have been his second, but yeah, nah. he's, yeah, he's been injured. He injured himself late in the first block of the shield, so he didn't play any of the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's one to watch. Another left arm. I know he's been on the radar for a little while. But, um, Is it true that he thanked Stephen Dank in his press conference? <laughs> I don't think so, but uh, he might have. Oh, it just explain why he come out of nowhere and all of a sudden oh, he can take oh. nine for Oh, yeah. Cheat. Yes, yeah, so it's quite an amazing performance. So the yeah. shield, the shield table, as it stands now, after eight games with two games to go, it is the points table. The VIX is still on top with 44 points. Then South Australia 39, West Australia 35, New South Wales 34, Queensland 32, Tassie Stone Motherless on 16. So I oh, bet they're going to get Wadey back. They'll fix that. Yeah. Yeah, there's five teams still in the hunt. And it's good news for the Vicks because they're back on home deck at uh, Traeger Park in Alice Springs next yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, they haven't lost there, I reckon. 
I think you might be right. Uh. Yes, yeah, so New South Wales and South Australia are meeting and Tassie and Queensland and the Vicks and WA. Those games get underway Tuesday, except for the big WA game, which starts on Wednesday. Wankers. Uh. Just get their fixturing right. Anyway. That's for a different podcast. Yeah, the fixturing podcast. Maybe Traeger Park's booked down on Tuesday. Maybe, uh, there's like li- maybe there's like Little Athletics or something. Trot yeah. track. Yeah, trotting, trots. Yeah, Tuesday night trots. Nothing gets in the way of Tuesday night trots. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, we move over now to local crickets. Over to me. All righty. So uh, local cricket. So straight off the bat, we'll touch on the one that's been doing the rounds on Facebook, and that's the story of Aidan O'Connor. It was a 10-year-old kid who took a hat-trick with his very first three balls ever in senior cricket. Right. Firstly, fuck off. <laughs> this is bullshit. Those three fucking blokes should be treated like a witch in the 1980s and burned at the stake. What the, the fuck were they... Uh, eight, sorry, 1800s. What the fuck were they doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Secondly, the people saying you play test cricket... Spam Oh, people saying that. There's comments on It's like spit. It's more likely Mitch, Mitch Marshall will be the number one fucking player in the world than this kid playing test <laughs> oh, cricket. Oh, that's on record. Yeah. Put a barrel on it. Put a barrel on this 10-year-old. All right, so enough of that shit. Uh, on to the adults. So we've got Rob Pierce from Diamond Creek, who Pierce took off. 10 for 41 <laughs> of 17 <laughs> overs against Thomas Town United. He's a real sort of yeah, it was about seventh grade yeah. or something, but I didn't want to. I didn't write that down because he still took ten. Yeah, yeah, ten was amazing. Uh, so then we go down south and we talk to Kai Schumann, the German. Kai. Yeah, from the Yola Cricket Club. So unlike Yola, where you only live once, at Yola you only live all the time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I thought Kai is even like well, Kai. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's his parents' fault, not mine. Uh, so he took he took nine he took he took nine for seven as they rolled their opposition Natone for twenty six. What the fuck's going on with the name? The our names in Tassie. Whoever's the premier Tassie, fucking sort it out. Warren Beatty, is he still a bit? No, he was Queensland. I think. Also in um, Warren Beatty. No, Warren Beatty's a fucking actor. Also down in Tasmania, we had the University of Tasmania will bowled out. Oh, what a stupid name, though. <laughs> what a fucking stupid name. Where's the old Windafarians in their fucking handshake? <laughs> <laughs> so the University of Tasmania will bowled out for 31. What? Oh. This is in Great cricket in Tassie. Yeah, 31. Yeah. It's the lowest total in the 119-year history of the club. Jeez. Well, it was, the, it was the lowest total for a few hours when they got rolled in the second innings for 22. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's real toys out the cop style. Yeah. I've given up this game. So, um, game so they were playing Clarence, and Clarence featured two shield bowlers mm-hmm. in Cam Stevenson. Who took 12 for 22 for the match? Not bad, is it? And Jackson Bird's brother, Sam Rainbird, yeah. who took 8 for 28. So between them, they took all 20 oh, wickets. Yeah. No one else got How much did Clarence make when they batted? I didn't read that. Didn't 482 <laughs> of, of 27 overs. Yeah. <laughs> 32 and declared, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a boys there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so from there, we'll just we'll head back to Melbourne where we've got Buckley Park in the Northwestern Metropolitan uh, Cricket Association. They racked up five for 622 oh, off 80 overs to, to have the to- highest total of the season. Focus, focus. What's that per uh, over? A lot. Um, game plan, game plan. Ross will know that. It's, uh, so Buckley Park... He's done the eight. Yeah. So their top three all made tons. So there was Wes, Ask Holden, Telford. What? 117. <laughs> That's Jesus. disgraceful, but hold on. There was Raj Gorinda Sandu, who made 126. Right. And Mark, two centres, McPherson, who made 156. <laughs> uh, yeah. Their opposition was Aberfeldy, St. John's, and unsurprisingly, they did not stand a chance. Ah, so there you go, another hyphen team going. Yeah, yeah. Mark two centers. <laughs> um, so also in Victoria, we had John Cuthbertson, who made 360, which included 54s and 10 sixes, oh. playing for the Marinda Park Cricket Club in their F grade, which is effectively the club's sixth 11. The reason I wrote that is because the article I read on my cricket said that, so they basically fucking sledged him as well. So, uh, so, yeah. so earlier in the season, he also made 263 against Packenham. So at this point, he's finished the season with 1,193 runs oh. at 91.77. Probably go up a grade, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Or four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was a big hefty lad, just seeing anyone wondering. Uh, then we have Women's Premier Cricket. Uh, Leanne Murray ripped through Gullinale to take eight for six. Um, the Adelaide Uni, Uni Spearhead took a hat-trick with her first three balls. So suck on that, eh? <laughs> yep, yeah, they only look yeah. So uh, in other women's Premier Cricket, Brooke Harris oh. made uh, 100 red for West Torrance in South Australia. Sarah Elliott got 84 for Dandenong in Victoria. And Laura Nijak took four for seven for West Torrance in South Australia as well. Nice. Uh, men's Premier Cricket saw Sam Robson make 155 red for Eastern Suburbs in New South Wales. Adam, Adam Semple snared seven for 64 for Randwick, Semple also five. in New South Wales. And uh, Mitch Mitchell, the Bangalore pitch is green, made 151 for Rockingham Mandura in WA. And that is... Local cricket. Well, still on local cricket for a second, Michael. Yep. Uh, did you happen to follow up how me old mate with Ducky in his 300th game as scorer? Oh, no. No feedback from that? <laughs> no, none at all. Oh. <laughs> we still celebrate. I, I heard he accidentally put down a leg by as a bye. Oh, no. <laughs> so, he just, so like, then he just, like, he um, had a full, like, meltdown yeah. and, and lit the book on fire. <laughs> <laughs> So story. the game had to be called off. That's a great story, man. Oh, and I choose to believe it is true. <laughs> <laughs> also, while we're touching on local cricket, the, the other week we mentioned the Josh Young yes. T20 match, um, which is a local lad here in, where we play in Melbourne. Uh, so they had the T20 uh, Sunday week ago from when from today when we we're recording. They raised on the day um, just over twenty thousand, yeah. and they're. They're still apparently still there's so much they're still counting some of it, yeah. but yes, yeah, so they've raised just over twenty thousand, and they've raised about fifty thousand a bit on his GoFundMe page. So that'll really help him. But like we um, we've implored anyone out there, just look for Josh Young T20 on Facebook, find the GoFundMe page. If you can spare a little bit of money, please donate to that. McGain cop some sticks. And McGain bowled yeah. full tosses and got fucking belted. <laughs> Sounds a lot like his one test. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, special shout out to to a uh, to friend of the show, Gary Brown, who offered to give a hundred dollars a wicket if uh, Brett McDonald took some wickets, and Brett McDonald took four wickets. <laughs> so suck on that, Gaza. Uh, but yeah, so that's local cricket. Oh, thank you, Mick. We move now to Premier cricket, and yesterday was the last day of Premier cricket, and we've gone quiet again. So I'll keep talking. Oh, we're back. Oh, you're back? Just kick the hamster in the ass, mate. Get it going again. Gave it a little little tickle. (laughs) Around the uh, nether regions. Anyway. Um, (laughs) 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 The final round of the Premier Cricket was uh, quite amazing. Extraordinary. The top five all lost. Yes, shit. Hung on to a final spot after defeating Geelong outright. Um, Jimmy Bartell made a 50 there, but um, yeah, Martin Pelly made a ton. <laughs> Northcote uh, claimed a home quarterfinal with a tight win over Greenvale Kangaroos. At Phil Laurie Park. Yep, uh, that was out at uh, Greenvale, I believe. Mm-hmm. I send it nowhere. Frankston How did King Solomon go? Uh, no idea. Uh, Frankston Peninsula lifted itself off the bottom of the ladder with a win over Melbourne. So uh, Cameron Petraka took two for two, and um, this is Angus Brayshaw or something took one for <laughs> Paran uh, uh, did a good job there, beating Casey South Melbourne. Um, Essendon finished the season on a high, knocking off Fitzroy Doncaster at Scrams. <laughs> uh, your man, Ging, Clint McKay took four for 14. Go oh, How did Paul Barnard go? Uh, yeah, he kicked four goals in the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> so enough of that. We won't pretend we give a shit about Premier Cricket. Campbell and Magpies yeah. are playing Footscray at Camberwell. Campbell finished on top. Dandenong are playing Melbourne at Dandenong. Fitzroy Doncaster playing Casey South Melbourne at Doncaster. And North are playing Monash Tigers at North. But Everyone course, gets a final spot. Yeah, uh, no, it's top eight out of 18. It's like yeah, the AFL now. So that's it. They've all played 17 games. They've played each other once. Mm. Mm. And uh, that's how it's panned out. Now, we'll start from where the real interest is, the bottom of the ladder. Tipper, yep. you definitely have opinions about the worth of some of these clubs. <laughs> Last, with no wins outright Ooh. and five first innings wins, Greenvale Kangaroos. Oh, not our boys, thankfully. So they won five games and still finish on the bottom of the ladder. Yep. Uh, they got 24 points for the season. Second last, Frankston Peninsula with one outright win and three first inning wins, 26 points. Mm-hmm. 16th, so third last, our boys, the Kingston Hawthorne Hawks Cricket Club, formerly East <laughs> Melbourne Cricket Club trained by the club. Yep. I'm going to make a bat bold call and say all three of those teams will merge. Should merge together yeah. to be one super shit team. Yeah. <laughs> super hyphen. Super mm. Coley King Cobras or something. Yeah. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they should go back to the super old East Melbourne ground because that's central. Frankston, Greenvale, like yeah. my part. Old East Melbourne ground. Get that up and fire. Um, that would mean I think they'd have to play at the Holden Centre. I think that's sort of taken. Oh, we'll put a pitch in Gosh's paddock for him, get him yeah. sorted out. Yeah. Might be touching my fucking ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I believe that's what Eddie McGuire said. <laughs> uh, yes, our boys, once again, shit fish. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So that's Premier Cricket. It's all very exciting. There's the quarterfinals.
finals next weekend, there's then the semi-finals the weekend after, then the weekend after that, it's the final, and it goes for three days, starts on a Friday. Mm. So, yeah. Day off work. Yep, that's it, yep, got to pack in the forklifting for a day and take it. <laughs> I was about to make a forklifting joke. <laughs> yeah. Has uh, Daniel Andrews sorted out that public holiday? Everyone wants to go watch the first day of the Premier yeah, I think yeah. I got the shits up when go? they went the early crow and called off opening day of Premier Cricket yeah. eight days yeah. before it even started. Yeah. What's so, the date of the final? Uh, last weekend, I think you've been um, Thailand. Oh, Thailand. Miss out on uh, that. Yeah. Well, keep us updated, would you? High, high drama. That's going on. Facebook live it so we There'll can watch it. There'll be a live stream. There was a live stream last year. Yeah. All right. There we go. I'm looking forward to watching that one. Ask the Aussie bar if they can stream it through the telly for us. Yeah, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> and he probably should. <laughs> we move on now from one high-quality cricket competition to another. It's time for a PSL update with In the Corner with Alex. Fellas... No stinger? Yeah, no, not doing a stinger this week. We got, we're, we're short on time, so we uh, waffled a bit too much during the international cricket season. Well, does that ever change what you're doing? Yeah. Sorry. Well, you're that... the reason we are short on time, usually. So yeah, just exactly. Flipping it to an upside down or whatever. I love it as no stinger, but you just spent two minutes explaining why there isn't That was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> the stinger takes all of the And now you're still talking about it. This is your guy's problem. In the corner, so... belly! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. So... The Pakistani Super League um, season proper finished up uh, a couple of days ago and we're into the finals and we've gone through the uh, finals and there's today the big grand final being played in Lahore, which we'll get to a bit later, but I'll just run down the, how everyone finished up in the five-team competition. Peshwar Zami finished on top with Quetta Gladiators finishing second. Karachi Kings, third, Islamabad United, which as we know is Islamabad North, combined with Islamabad South to make Islamabad United. They are a united team. Yep. And uh, my team, the Lahore Coilanders, finished last, the only team that will not be to partaking in finals. Yep. Second year in a row. You know how to pick them, don't you? Oh, yeah. So the first qualifying final, Quinta um, Gladiators beat Peshwar Zawi by one run. Mm. So it will come down to the last over, where some good batting leading up to the last over. Um, happened at the uh, Peshwar Zami needed seven off the last over. There was three wickets in the last over, including two run-outs for the two last <laughs> So um, Darren Savi hit a four, I think the first ball, or the second ball, so they needed whatever that is, three off four <laughs> balls. And then the first hit, ball, then they you need three ball. off five. Sorry? Because the first ball, you need three off five. I think it was the second ball he hit the oh, four. Okay. So a top ball, then he hit a four, and then this, the third ball, he hit a single. Oh, no, there was a wicket. Oh, shit. Anyway. <laughs> Needless to say, Darren Savvy was at the non-striker's end for half the over after hitting a four and a single, and the three wickets fell at the other end, so he stuck at the other end. Some ridiculous run-outs. Bloke bowled, bowled a Yorker and he dug it out, thought the ball had got away from the stumps, just ran, so the bowler just walked in and just stopped the stump. Oh, crazy. Anyway, on the take. Mm. So, Quinta Gladiators uh, went straight into the final, because that was one place two. Yep, we're to go straight into the final. Yep. Um, three played four, which was Islamabad United and Karachi Kings, which not much happened. It was a real whitewash. Um, Kings, the Karachi Kings made 126 and rolled Islamabad United for 82. Not really much happened in that because no one really made any runs or just 
Yep. Where we really took that many wickets. Sort of spread out. So Haddon and Watson got knocked out. Is that right? Yep. Sweet. Um, in the elimination final, Peshwa Zawi jumped back from their um, first qualifying final loss. So they played the winner of three and four, as they were the loser of one and two. Yep. Um, they beat Karachi Kings uh, by about 30 runs. Cameron Akmal scored the first century... Um, this year and this season for the PSL. Nice. Yep, uh, he was man of the match. Did quite well. Uh, for the Karachi Kings, Pollard made 47 and Chris Gale made 40. I think it's probably his only runs for the competition. Too busy sexually assaulting or harassing women. Yes, Chris exactly. Yeah. Allegedly. It's on video tape, mate. It's on video. gave absolutely zero fucks about doing it too, I think. I saw C. Jordan written down on your uh, paper there. Yeah, it took three for. Is that the C. Jordan from England? Yes, oh, cool. it is. And Wahab Rios took three for as well. Oh, your man. My man, Wahab. Two metre Wahab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just got me. Sorry. <laughs> two metre Wahab. <laughs> um, he has got a two metre Wahab, though, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it's impressive, anyway. The worst thing that possibly could have happened, happened. What happened? Shahid Afridi got injured. And oh, not I thought he was the president. The He's oh, playing as well as president. Oh, God. Wasn't he it's like the, park uh, cricket? He was the celebrity insider as well, wasn't he, for one of the teams? Yeah, I think he was a mindfulness coach. That's too. right, mindfulness coach. Mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> Believe you're not injured. Believe you didn't split your webbing trying to take a catch. Believe. Believe you won't get caught biting the ball. Believe, <laughs> Believe you're not just going to do a pirouette on top of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then say you weren't, but he tried to shape the brick. Good times. Anyway, yeah, so Quetta and Quetta Gladiators, who finished second, and Peshwa Zami finished top, both gone through to the final. Nice. No one knocked out in straight sets. How it probably should have happened. Mm. People on teams on top go straight through. They're playing in Lahore in Pakistan, which will be an unbelievable, unbelievable Pakistan. event. Sorry? Pakistan. Pakistan. Okay. Pakistan. That's pretty... Um, Dangerous there, but yeah. surely all the players are going. Well, no. What do you mean, no? Aren't they contracted to these teams? Should they be playing there? They are, but they're not. They're, well, most of them, no one, none of the international players for the Quinnic Gladiators are heading over to Liverpool. They've so already ruled themselves out. Kevin Peterson, Riley Rousseau, uh, Luke Wright. Luke Wright. So Riley Rousseau grew up in South Africa. Like yeah. He used to be having people like, trying to kill him. Um, Ross's man, Tom or Mills, he won't be there? Oh, I guess not, no. Oh. That's Mixman. Hey? That's Mixman. Hey, it is too, sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so stupid fucking it was reported that but we don't going. actually know what's happening. No. In Karachi, if Karachi wins through... Oh, I don't know. Hang on. Shut up, Ross. Can I continue, Ross? Yeah, go for it. Sorry. Thank you, mate. <laughs> um, it was reported that all of Peshwal Zobi's five international players were going to go. Uh, but we don't know yet Ooh, for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Because they haven't done the coin toss yet. Team list goes over at the coin toss. Oh, <laughs> uh, fair enough. They haven't put on their gold blazers with the quarter back. I think, I think they're waiting for the uh, check to clear for their danger money, probably. Mm. Speaking of the danger money, mm. let's do a bit of a quiz. How much do you think... In, I'll, go, I'll let you go up in tens of thousands. How much do you think the players have been offered to play this one-off game in Pakistan? 50,000. Yes, because I've got it written here in your rent. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you told us before yes, the podcast. Yes, I know. It's a little bit of a long 
Newcastle. You're breaking the fourth wall or something. I thought we were short on time. No time for spice. So, they've already sold 18,000 tickets to Gaddafi Stadium. 80? 18. Oh, 18. Sorry. Yeah. I've already sold 18,000 tickets. I'll go let you go up in tens of thousands and get how many security staff are going to be at the ground? Ten thousand. Exactly. <laughs> so Ross, can you do the? I suppose it's easy. If one point, there's one security guard for one point eight people. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, it's not. And there's should be one on one. It's like every second season, you <laughs> just like head on a swivel. <laughs> um, but there will be bulletproof buses to ship the playing group and staff from yeah. the airport to the ground. The, all the players will leave the ground immediately after the game's done. Mm. Who the fuck is going to go shoot at old mate Seymour or whatever fucking half these players are called? Well, didn't they the shoot the Sri Lankans? Yeah. That's Sri Lanka, though. People got bullets through their stomachs. Yeah. Well, stiff shit. Anyway. Maybe Ken Pearson should play. The inter- <laughs> the, uh, that's cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> um... The interesting thing is the players are all getting this stage of money and, you know, yeah. worried about where the players are going. But please, Dean Jones is already over there. Who's going Coaches there. There's a coaching staff and support staff are all going to go. The world loves Jonesy. No, yeah. it's shooting him. You reckon? Nah. No. Nah. Like more, 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 Dean Jones would be more likely to get shot in Victoria than he would be. <laughs> <laughs> shot by Alan Porter. He's <laughs> back for five hours throwing his guts up, which we'll talk about later. Uh, yeah, so that's the roundup now. I've... I'm predicting Peshwar's army to win, even though they lost the um, first final. They'll bounce back strong. Yeah, they'll bounce back from their one-run defeat. They won't run themselves out in the last over again. Yeah. Um, so that's my prediction. I'm still sad that my team, Lahore Qualandis, didn't make it through again. So am I. Heads will roll, I reckon, in Lahore. Who's the coach there? Uh, no idea. Yeah. I'll through the ball. No, don't worry about it. No. Um, Thanks, Al. That was oh, good. Right there, can, I, can I interrupt there? Oh, Brendan Brend McCullum's a batting mentor. Yeah. Well. Here's a roll. Uh, yes, Ross. The teams will pick from a pool of approximately 12 foreign players to play in the final. Yes, I forgot to mention that. That's probably the most important part of this entire yeah. segment which I didn't mention. Yes. And I was look, looking through, they started out with a list of like 40 players, yeah. and I think they've whittled it down for whatever reason. But these are the 40. Go either. Sorry, because they don't want to go. No, either. no, these are the 40 people that said they were happy to. Travel. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That weren't already picked yeah. up by the. Um, I hear Pakistan's players. nice this time of year. Why not go? Yeah, well, here I'm going to get 50 grand for eight hours of work. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Riding a bulletproof coffin. Yeah. <laughs> got to die so the great thing about it, though, is reading through the list, and our man Jay Dirtbark's put his hand up. Oh, of course he has. Yeah. Buck to buck shooting. He'll <laughs> <laughs> definitely get shot in the back when he's bowling. Yeah, but someone, the the person will have to shoot him out of the back of the hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Style. She'll be like, out the back of the hand. Yes. Uh, well, thank you for that, Alex. Yeah. We head now to Mick for Inside Clubland. Alrighty, so um. Before I do inside clubland, I, got, I want to tell this story because I mean, every time I say Lahore, it makes me laugh. Right. So there's, a, there's there's an old story that, Bu- that uh, Bumble used to tell about. So when um, Lara Lara made his uh, it was a double ton yeah. in Sydney, so he named his daughter Sydney, <laughs> and he's telling the story to Bumble one day, and Bumble just goes, "Oh, lucky you didn't make it in Lahore." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alrighty, so from there we go to inside clubland. 
So, uh, for, so this week uh, inside Clubland, we've got a few more personalities at Clubland. So personality one is the eccentric. The eccentric is a special brand of cricket nuffy, a player of immense ability, but with more personality quirks than a bipolar schizophrenic. The eccentric spent his youth playing district cricket, putting his supreme talent to use whilst picking up his trademark intensity, which has moulded him into the park cricket, Justin Langer. <laughs> the eccentric swears black and blue he doesn't know his own stats or achievements, but his teammate believes he has a secret shrine in his mum's basement where he polishes his plaques and trophies every night. The answer to cricket's rain man will also tell everyone that he doesn't watch international or state cricket, preferring to focus on his team's performance. Focus, 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 he does, spending hours a week analysing, planning and overthinking that week's game. The eccentric is like a high-functioning cricket autistic kid. He can peel off a tongue with ease, but has, but has banned the boys telling jokes because his comedic timing is about is the is worthy of... The funny teacher at school. Oh, yeah. Ross Just call me Slats, guys. (laughs) But when it's all said and done, the eccentric is a match winner. So the boys welcome him to the fold because no matter how weird he is, the boys still want to just win a flag. (laughs) Alrighty, so from there we move on to the Black Sheep. The least talented member of the club's first family, the Black Sheep will treat everyone of his uncle's tons or his cousin's fifers like it's his own. Strutting around the club rooms like he owns the place. The Black Sheep come from a family full of club champions, premierships, and the club has never had a committee without a member of the family on it. And what's his contribution to the grand family legacy? A runner ball 36 in the fifth 11 four years ago, <laughs> which he still brings up. In, he still brings up because in one, it could be which he still brings up because it won the game. Not his cousin's ton or his dad's fifer. No, he's 36, not out, won the game. At every function, the black sheep goes out of his way to try to be the centre of attention, whether it's reminding everyone he cooked the barbie, drinking shots of vodka he brought from home, and passing out on the couch, or losing his mind because a fly won't leave him alone. (laughs) But during the season, but during the season, the day everyone dreads occurs when due to a horrendous display of fielding where the black sheep is dropped a total of 18 times, he makes a ton. And 34 simultaneous clearances are all put in at once. <laughs> and that's Inside Clubland. Oh, thank you, Mick. Very good, as always. Uh, we look now at international cricket. And uh, the first thing I wanted to go to, it happened a little while ago, uh, the IPL auction. Ben Stokes went for $2.8 million. Yes. Yes, and I also saw that. Does does um, Willie get it, but like, do they get paid properly? In the yes, they do. Yeah, they it's do. Not, it's not like the other ones where they buy it for five hundred thousand and give you like five grand and say, "Oh, sorry, we don't have the yeah. rest." If they so, if they're there for the whole duration, they get the two point eight. But if he's there for sixty percent of the time, he gets sixty percent of the money. Oh, so it's like pro rata. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's an interesting one. Bit of a bidding war for him, sort of understandable. He's an all-rounder, probably a good T20 player. But um, here's another one for you. Um, Twymel Mills, Mick. He went for three million. That's fucking ridiculous. Yes. So he's trying to make his way in the world of cricket, mate. (laughs) He just made his way. Let me tell you. T20 Gypsy with a funny runner. Ah, very good. 
Now, we also have a... I haven't heard of this player before, but Alex, you should have. We have a new nomination for the President, Secretary, CEO, Ambassador and Patron Saint yes. of Big Lugs. Oh, yes. This, looks, this <laughs> looks like the biggest Guinness World Record biggest lug of all time. What's that? Bloke who took the slips catch for Bermuda, Dwayne Lever in the shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Trent Lawford looks like a midget next to him. <laughs> if they lined up together, you'd say, why is that tiny little bloke Trent Lawford out there? <laughs> <laughs> the giant all-rounder, Raheem Cornwall. Yes, 140 kegs. 140 kegs, 200 centimetres. Off-spinner. He was mm. all-rounder. He weighs in at 140 kilograms, as you said, and stands 200 centimetres tall. Massive. Two metre Rakeem. Mm. Two metre two cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> two metre cornhole. I watched some highlights of him batting, which is fair enough, and he also bowls. He's an all-rounder. Mm. At, at, at a height of 200 centimetres and a weight of 140 kilograms, what style of bowling would he bowl? Leggies. Off. Try to miss. Off speed. Off, off, off speed. Well, he's yeah. clearly not going to be able to run in, is he? Yeah, Sullivan Ben style. Off speed. I suppose he's not going to be a fast bowler. He's not going to run in 16 nah. paces. Yeah, carry under <laughs> yeah that's right. Yes. He's a big tower. There's a very funny picture uh, that was up during the week because they played in the West Indies President's Eleven or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, something like that. that. And there he was standing next to like a wicket keeper. The wicket keeper was like put his helmet under his armpit. Yeah. Mm. Was he eating a pie like that soccer goalkeeper? Oh no! But it's some great shots of him playing pool shots and his guts are hanging yeah. out. Of <laughs> you know when you lift your yeah. arms up as a fat bastard, your guts hang. I was going to ask, how does he bat? Surely elbow up. Pretty oh great. yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like to hit a big. No, no, nah, you know, like, doesn't look like something. Yeah, just nick a nudge. Yeah. I tell you what, mate. <laughs> if you're if you're worth your salt and you're a BBL team, you'll buy this bloke. Oh, right oh, that's all the. Fucking, I would. Oh, I would buy this freaking half. Yeah, yeah. Hobart, I'll get him out here. Yeah. You just gotta, yeah, just um, just to get the Hobart Hurricanes, as we talked about, they're gonna get Mark Cosgrove in as the fitness coach. Two yep. metre Rakeem, two metre cool wall, he's going in. <laughs> right, whatever they spent, whatever the Thunder or whoever, whoever had him spent on the love muscle, yeah. give it to Rakeem. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, give throw, it to him. Throw Kumar money at Rakeem. Yeah, yeah well, that's have it. Yeah, exactly. have I reckon he'd be better value than Kumar. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He'll hit a big ball. Hodges got down to the Hurricanes now, too. Mm. Yeah. Well, he loves a big fella. Yeah. He loves a big one. So, yes, he's the world boss of big ones, I'm calling him. Oh, oh I love it. Yes. He is also champion. <laughs> Two minute Rakeem is champion. <laughs> Two minute Rakeem is champion. Jupa <laughs> Jupa is champion. <laughs> Killy is champion. Tados <laughs> is champion. Tados is hat is champion. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> He's lost it. All oh, right. Okay, and we move on to now uh, international cricket. The man who you might have heard of before is back in the headline: Zimbabwean Mark Vermeulen. I did. Like, I did read this uh, yes, Twitter so spat during the week. Zimbabwe were bowled out for fifty-four in a one-day against Afghanistan mm-hmm. during the week. Brendan Taylor is a former captain and wicketkeeper. He was captain and wicketkeeper of the team during the last World Cup for Zimbabwe, and then at the end of the World Cup, he 
left Zimbabwe cricket and took up a county cricket contract. That's what mm -hmm. that is. So, uh, started off was on some form of social media. Brendan Taylor said, ex-players and commentators always sit back and chip away because it's easy from the comfort of their homes or from the commentary box, but forget how tough it can be in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's why it's fun on social media. Yeah. That's why we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Mullen also previously played for Zimbabwe. Said, very disappointing on you, BT. I can't believe you're supporting a pathetic effort by a national team. 54 out against a team that doesn't even have any bowlers in the top 40 rankings is disgusting. If I was Ooh. in the team that was bowled out for 54, I would be totally embarrassed and would just shut the fuck up and get in the dark <laughs> and talking fucking shit like this. I'll tell you what, there's a few eyes in that. I think he raises a fair point. But... What he was trying to point out, though, is that he would be the most disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. was both the highest, the house. highest, the lows of the lowest. Yeah. yeah. And also, Brian Taylor, not Brian Taylor, what's his name? Brendan Taylor's not <laughs> in the team. So, Mark Pinglin sort of missed the point there. He said, yeah. if I was in the team, I wouldn't go oh, on social media. Oh, well, oh. Brendan Taylor's not in the team either. No. <laughs> At all. How the fuck, how fucking bad is Brendan Taylor going if he can't get in that fucking team? No, he chose, he chose not to. <laughs> he left Zimbabwe in cricket. Anyway, Taylor took that. Here we go, coming from someone who is chemically imbalanced. Oh, I love it. Just calling out his actual illness yeah. straight away. Yeah. Like he said one thing to you. Right, I'm going the man. <laughs> I'm going the man. Yeah, I'm coming yep. the man. Take a good look in the mirror. Um... Uh, on what you have done for yourself and your country, apart from burning down one of the few establishments we had. You, my friend, are what a true embarrassment looks like. Whew. I can't believe that, too. I didn't know that story. That's a great story, though. It is a you great know, story. You know, so, Ross, you tell it. Yes. Well, I'll just go into... So what he's talking about there is um, uh, that Mark Vermeulen got hit in the head um, by a ball from an Indian bowler at the Gabba in 2004. And he has a history of mental illness. In 2006, he set fire to the Zimbabwe Cricket Academy. Yeah, why though? It was something weird, like petty. Oh, he was—he was left out of the national side That's training right. squad. Yeah. yeah, and then he went in and burnt it down. Yeah. That's reasonable. He was playing English league cricket at the time, and uh, wasn't having a great day. And he was—he wanted to slap one of the spectators, but instead he threw a cricket ball at. Him. Yeah. That's probably what you should have done last night. <laughs> well, did he also go to slap the fence, miss the fence, and then hit the spectator with the bat? Oh, no, that's, that was... Um... No, is that like Dirk Wellham or something? Yeah, it's Dirk Wellham smashing yeah. Barb in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I remember seeing yeah. that. Oh, she cops it. She cops the toe end of the cricket bat. Good times. Yeah. But was charged with arson, but later acquitted when three psychiatric reports said he suffered from impulsive disorders and partial epilepsy after his hit in the head by fucking cunt farm to farm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cabra in 2004. It is so, a bit of a cunt. So, clearly, if you've been hit there with a cricket ball, it just gives you carte blanche to go and do whatever the fuck you want. Nice. Well, it's one way. So what the fuck does he say? So was it like one of these stupid tri series? Is that why they're at the Gabba? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the fuck are these? I played the, the tri series. The reason why fucking Mark McGillan went off the deep end. <laughs> I think Mark Wilbon scored 170 that series against Zimbabwe, or Gilly scored 170. Yes. Oh, this cut. Was Healy involved? That's no, no. Just to, just to go back a little bit, we'll finish off with um, Vermeulen and Brendan Taylor. They, yeah. Vermeulen replied, they all got what they deserved, BT, and let me catch you one day. 
We'll settle this. Be careful what you say about me, you little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that was on Facebook. And then That's the game shifted over to Twitter. <laughs> where Brendan Taylor tweeted, Unfortunately, Zim Cricket produced the most psycho player ever to grace the game. <laughs> Definitely got a kill in him, does Mark. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh. Uh, uh, so there you go. Two blokes who don't play for Zimbabwe anymore having a crack at each other about how Zimbabwe is going. Yeah, passion. They're just passionate boys. Yeah, yeah, they're just passionate. A bit overly passionate yeah. sometimes, but you know, that's his downfall, I suppose. <laughs> what yeah. people say about like yeah. assholes at local cricket. Yeah, yeah. Just overly passionate, really. No, he's a cunt, mate. That's what he is. Yeah. yeah. So New Zealand and South Africa continue their series in New Zealand. South Africa. Clock's still going. Yes. New Zealand, uh, South Africa won the ODI series, which means they're now back as the number one ODI team in the world. Pricks. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the West Indies are hosting England for three ODIs for no apparent reason. <laughs> uh, no one gives a shit how that's going. No, maybe maybe Joe Root wanted a tan. Yeah, maybe. He eats it. Mm. Uh, by the way, Ross, A.B. de Villiers made his comeback this series. Yes, he did. So this is the one that he just said, just called up for cricket South Africa I'm and playing. said, I'll play it. Yeah, I, think okay. I think he went there on a fact-finding mission about <laughs> yeah. immigrate, immigrating to New Zealand one day. So, yeah, uh, I think what happened, I think the guys from Advanced Air finally cleared him and said that rug will definitely not come off now, so you're right to go back to cricket. And he rang up, <laughs> rang up Saffron's head office and said, fellas, the rug's sorted, can I please play cricket now? It's a windy country, New Zealand. <laughs> if it can last there, it can last anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's what... No, okay. All right. <laughs> so, a song about New Zealand. No. Yeah, uh, I got it. Yes. All right, well, it's uh, that's a wrap of international cricket at the moment. Mm. We look forward to the Test Series continuing in India. Do we have any listener feedback? Just that we're shit, oh, yeah. mm. I think. No, I haven't got any. We had no. a quick discussion before the podcast about recording this differently, but then said, fuck it, can't be bothered. So yeah, yeah. you should be getting me in one speaker of your headphones or earphones, whatever they're called, and you guys in the other one. And yep. you two shall meet. So if you only hear <laughs> one headphone, you'll only hear half the conversation. <laughs> Suck on a Spectre, it's the good half, yeah. <laughs> Suck on a two-metre wacky. <laughs> two-metre cornhole. Two-metre cornwall. Belly. Suck on a two-metre Ian Belly. Well, on that note, then it's a wrap. We've escaped in under 75 minutes because Jim didn't do his intro stinger. Yeah. <laughs> which is very handy. Uh, don't forget, uh, we're on all major podcasting and social media platforms. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, at Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. You can also uh, visit any one of our platinum sponsors, sorry, our platinum partners for 2017, New Finnish Car Wash, the once-a-year car polish. We applied the Space Age polish. <laughs> the car wash 52 times and the water still breathes. Tarnos. CLR Clear. We sprayed CLR Clear on this strainer. And look, <laughs> and to Australia, Renault Infinity Hot Water System. Lucky Pack. Go and see uh, Cuda today. And the number E. Don't forget <laughs> Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns. Give that we may record better. We'll be back in a fortnight when this test series is into its third test. Look forward to that. Until next time, it's bye for now. Bye, bye, Frederick Harrison. Bye. Yep. Bye.